Hello and welcome to CART, a podcast about coffee and related topics. I'm your host, Joseph Jenkins, owner and lead educator of Sustain Coffee Company. We are happy that you're listening to today's episode. What you drinking? Guess that coffee. Have you missed this segment? Us too. As a fun way to return to this segment, we've decided to implement a new element for you. We will introduce the roaster, our brewing numbers, and taste descriptors as before. Sometimes we may even include the elevation. However, it will not be until the very end of the show that the coffee region itself is revealed. Put your coffee knowledge to the test and try and guess this week's coffee region. Today we are enjoying the final dosage of a bag we picked up from Intelligentsia. This bag has the intensity of baking spices without being too mouth-dry. It's soft in texture, and we would have sworn that someone poured honey into our cup when we were not looking. The peak harvest season for this coffee is between the months of December and January. We have been challenging ourselves to try our hand at much longer brew times. This said, we went for a fine grind, brewed on the Kalita Wave, and split our pours into a whopping six intervals. Using a dosage of 24 grams and a water weight of 390 grams, the brew bed was dry and flat at 4 minutes and 35 seconds. Idea on what the region is? Stay tuned to the end to find out. Episode 37, Coffee Complacency, a return to the coffee journey timeline. We may get a bit abstract in our discussion today, so hold on to your headphones. For today's episode, we've decided to return to a topic that we are finding to still be relevant nearly 12 months later. Since we will be covering only one specific point in the timeline, we encourage you to go back to episodes 17 and 18 of the show and get the full overview. After listening to those episodes, we think that you'll find this topic far more enlightening and insightful. Okay, are you caught up now? Oh, you're driving and you can't change episodes? Well, we don't fault you there. And we can provide a quick refresher, but be sure to check out episode 17, 18 later when you're not driving. <laughs> Last year, we constructed a timeline based on where one might find themselves in their coffee journey. This concept was brought on by a listener submitting a question that resulted in being one of the points on the timeline. The idea is that with most things in life, there are times where one can feel distinctly different, meaning that the emotions and passions that were felt initially when introduced to something may be quite different after a said amount of time. The timeline was originally presented as follows. Introduction and discovery, honeymoon, maturity, potential complacency, and departure slash distance. While there are only five points in this timeline, we're going to be observing just one of them. As mentioned on episode 18, each of these points could be discussed in depth on individual episodes. An important thing to note, these points on the timeline are often visited or experienced out of order, along with the potential to be revisited. Now that we're reminded of our timeline, let's talk about the complacency stage. Oftentimes, complacency forces us to recall why we were interested in the first place. The point on the timeline where one's emotions could be defined as uninterested, bored, and or lacking inspiration is complacency. One feels as if maybe coffee is all the same or as if there are no new experiences available for them. To the tired barista or service worker, is your interest in coffee waning? Or perhaps you feel as if you've learned all there is to learn. Maybe you feel as if those around you are not pushing you to learn. Maybe your passion is greater than those around you, and it discourages you 
that the passion you feel is not mutual. Remind yourself, why did I start this? What caused me interest in the first place? Is my waning passion due to the industry that I'm in? Or is it something within? To the home barista, or to the one who's not in coffee as a professional way to financially support themselves? Do you find yourself comparing yourself to those you see on your social media feeds, be that other home baristas or professionals? Does it upset you that you do not always feel that your skills are seen or being highlighted by others? Or simply, are you just bored by making coffee, especially if it's just for yourself? This may all seem to be just a series of questions, but it only scratches the surface of questions we could continue to ask. To ensure that our show today is effective, let's move along. Is complacency wrong? To that, one could perhaps further ask, are feeling emotions wrong? Certainly not. Yet it is how we express these things that can make the difference. We view the complacent stage on the timeline not as a negative point that should be evaded at all costs. But instead, we see it as a way to remind ourselves why we started in the first place. As we mentioned in episode 18, this is a way to return to the discovery stage. It is because of these things that we find ourselves asking many questions today. Recall that coffee is a dynamic industry, but one that has human elements and fingerprints all over it. When we are reminded of the human element that exists, it hopefully can provide a sort of comfort to us in knowing that we're not by ourselves. A note regarding transparency. For us at Sustain, a lot of days are harder than others. Sure, we're ecstatic about coffee and all that there is to offer, and we really enjoy sharing that passion with other people. But some days, it is harder than others to muster up new ideas and share them with others. A Memphis friend by the name of Andrew Puccio, Less Lonely on YouTube, recently uploaded a vlog that covered this exact emotion. In the video titled A Way to Remember Why You Create, Andrew states this, quote, One of the worst things that I could be is disingenuous. With that comes spreading information that isn't helpful, it's not being true to myself. End quote. This statement really paints how we are feeling writing this episode even. Some days creating is harder than others, and we think that that's okay. Yet, what better reminder of how to be a creator than to simply create? Andrew also notes in the same video how certain technology makes it seem that there is nothing new to add in the conversation. More plainly stated, there is so much out there, why try and add or be part of the noise, even if it's on a personal level? This is where we find ourselves needing to return to the discovery stage. This could look like many things, but here are a few of our initial recommendations. Surrounding yourself by other passionate people, and that could be in physical spaces or places online. There are so many communities out there. Really meditating on the fact that coffee is a privilege and we as the end consumers are the final destination for all of that hard human labor. And understanding that not every day has to be filled with chasing the new thing in coffee. Sometimes there are principles in our comfortable approaches that have yet to be uncovered, discovered, and fully discussed. Where are you on the timeline? Are you new to coffee and feeling the buzz of excitement? 
Or are you an industry veteran who is feeling tired of doing the same thing over and over again every single day? We encourage you, no matter where you land, to know that there is always something new to discover, something else to learn, and someone to honor. These principles are connected to our mission, and we hope that you can follow along with us and be an encourager instead of an antagonizer, an enthusiast instead of a snob, and be educated by diligence. What you drinking? Reveal that coffee! We left you hanging at the top of the show where we introduced our coffee that we are drinking. Let's repeat what was said and give you just a moment to guess. Today we are enjoying the final dosage of a bag we picked up from Intelligentsia. This coffee has the intensity of baking spices without being too mouth-drying. Soft in texture, and we could have sworn that someone put honey in our cup when we were not looking. The peak harvest season for this specific coffee is between the months of December and January. We have been challenging ourselves to try our hand at much longer brew times. This said, we went for a fine grind, brewed on Kalita, and split our pours into a whopping six intervals. Using a dosage of 24 grams and a water weight of 390 grams, the brew bed was flat and dry at 4 minutes and 35 seconds. Any idea on what region it is? Is it Colombia? Maybe Kenya? No, maybe it's a Sumatra. The answer is Costa Rica. Today we are drinking a Costa Rica and the growers are Roberto and Michael Mata. Let's read a bit of information directly from Intelligentsia's website on Costa Rica specifically. Roberto Mata is a giant in Costa Rican coffee. For more than 20 years, he led the team, helping establish it as one of the most successful smallholder coffee cooperatives in Central America and one of Intelligentsia's most reliable direct trade partners anywhere in the world. So when he decided in 2017 to go in a different direction, starting a new coffee business with his son, Michael we went right along with him. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Until next time. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of CART. Do you have a topic that you would like to have covered on the show? Or perhaps you have thoughts about the specific episode that you would like to chime in on? You can. We can be reached at several places. On Instagram, 901SustainCoffee. By email, 901SustainCoffee at gmail.com. You can also send a voice message directly by visiting anchor.fm slash 901cart. You'll see a button to send your voice message where we can include it on the show. There are a lot of great resources on our website, too. Head over to 901sustainedcoffee.com for brew guides, recommended resources, and a wealth of other content. No thought or opinion is insignificant to us. Please don't hesitate to let your voice be heard. Until next time.